Hello everyone, and welcome to the Actors Podcast, a bi-weekly program dedicated to bringing you closer to the difference makers in CDI and sharing the latest news relevant to the CDI profession and actors. My name is Rebecca Hendren. I'm the Director of Programming for Actors, and I am your host for today's show. We have a great show lined up, and I'm going to be joined by a few members of the Actors team shortly, and that includes Associate Editorial Director Linnea Archibald, we also have editor and product coordinator Carla Kozak, and we're joined by associate editor Jess Google. Today's show will provide a glimpse behind the scenes of all things actors in a more casual conversational format than some of our other podcasts, and we're going to give you an um, update on some of the exciting things that are coming up. But before we get to that, today's special guest is Deanne Wilk, MPS. BSN, RN, CCDS, CCDSO, CDIP, CCS, and Deanne is one of our CDI education specialists for Actis and HC Pro. And Deanne has been with us getting on close to a year now, I think, Deanne, is that right? That is correct, yeah. Lovely. Well, I'm thrilled to have you join me today to discuss where Actis and CDI has been in 2023 and where we're headed in 2024. But before I do that, let me just tell you a little bit more about Deanne. She is an accomplished healthcare professional with a diverse background in health information, medical coding, nursing, and CDI. She has a strong passion for making a difference. She's dedicated her career to improving the quality and integrity of clinical documentation within the healthcare environment for improved patient care. And over the years, Deanne has worked on numerous projects aimed at advancing CDI education, growth, and awareness. She enjoys writing articles and publications and speaking on topics related to coding, CDI, and quality. Her work in these areas has helped shape the conversation around CDI and its impact on healthcare outcomes. And over the years, Deanne has served on the Actors Advisory Board and she founded the Central Pennsylvania Actis Local Chapter, further demonstrating her commitment to advancing the profession and sharing her expertise with others. Before we get started with our conversation, I will remind you that the Actis podcast offers 0.5 Actis CEUs for the first two days after posting. Those credits can be used towards your CCDS or CCDSO recertification requirements, and you will hear the instructions at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. And with that, I'm going to ask Deanne my first question you know we're, we're coming to the end of the year we're all feeling very reflective and thinking about the past year and, and what we're looking forward to next year and what we want to accomplish so I wanted to take a, a minute and ask you how has CDI changed in the last year? For most organizations the the past year has been a year of early recovery I believe you know, teams are still digging out from a time of great transition and uh, organizational financial hardship. They really have been working to establish roles uh, such as, you know, your physician advisors, your CDI educators um, that may be on site now since the team has left. And we're seeing new analytical roles that are assessing all of that great data that we have out there. And we continue to see, you know, how best to train and educate and connect with our CDI teams um, being in that remote environment. Right, because that really has been such a seismic shift for CDI in being so involved in the hospital setting and now being 
so remote and a lot of teams are fully remote and some are hybrid, but a lot of time not there. So that's been huge for us. What would you say, in your opinion, were the biggest challenges that CDIs faced in the last year? Well, I think previous to COVID, uh, we were seeing CDI teams that were really on an upward trajectory of change and new initiatives. But since that time, CDI teams were almost kicked back uh, to a time of new beginnings. You know, the focus was very narrowed. And a lot of new initiatives were really placed on hold. Educational budgets may have decreased. Uh, we know organizations were really hit hard financially. And But I will say what was nice is that CDI teams were looked upon heavily to assist in that financial struggle. So our KPIs were scrutinized. Um, they wanted to ensure higher productivity. We saw the introduction of new softwares that are utilized to capture that philosophy of no stone unturned for financial mm -hmm. impact. And then the initiatives that were established feel, uh, you know, more in the outpatient CDI for HCC capture area. So within quality, the push we saw was to ensure um, reaching our incentives that they were obtained and then also that our penalties were avoided. Yeah, and you can't see me, but I'm nodding my head along to everything you're saying. <laughs> definitely a lot of challenges, um, a lot of changes in the last year. So where do you see us going as we finally make the switch into 2024? And I know you I know we've talked so much about this um, and there's a lot that can be shared. So I know you jotted down some notes so that you wouldn't you wouldn't forget anything that you wanted to touch on. So so why don't you go ahead and cover that with us? Yeah. So I believe we will continue to see that push for the financial recovery efforts. However, I, you know, I see us beginning to have a greater awareness from leadership in really what CDI can bring to the table for an organization. And that's great. You know, it creates uh, greater involvement by providers, our stakeholders, revenue, quality teams. And we really just need to get the staffing resources to meet those needs, right? So we're also seeing growth in innovation, including AI use. Um, we're seeing CDI develop more creatively to educate providers. And then also the eruption of more specialty roles in CDI. Like I mentioned, um, that CDI physician educator, the analyst, uh, CDI quality reviewers, and also um, the new areas of more secondary or retrospective uh, reviewer roles are happening. So I think, you know, there's some details or some specific topics that I just want to mention on some of these um, for CDI programs to keep in mind and, and to look at for uh, where they might be headed. So what we want to focus on are uh, a few of these things, our regulatory changes in compliance, really keeping abreast of the changing regulations, the guidelines, the compliance requirements that are set forth by CMS and other regulatory bodies, our coding, our DRG changes, right, our documentation requirements, joint commission, right, their recommendations. Health information technology is really ramped up. So 
staying updated on what are the advancements out there? What are the new um, systems? What are the revisions to our current systems or other technological tools or softwares that we can utilize in our documentation practices and even in, in the software we have currently? CDI professionals really need to be adept at navigating and utilizing these systems more effectively. Clinical knowledge, of course, right, goes unsaid. Um, having that strong understanding of our, you know, terminology, our disease process, our pharmacological treatments, um, our diagnostics, you know, it's really crucial um, so that we can accurately interpret and look at the documentation, understand that information. And of course, you know, you want to utilize reputable sites and our reputable sources. Another big one is collaboration and communication. And we really need to be in a time of fostering strong relationships, having effective communication uh, with not only our providers, but other uh, aspects within our organization, coding teams, quality, leadership, other stakeholders. You know, it really, you know, collaboration helps in um, obtaining accurate clinical information, but also in educating our healthcare teams on documentation best practices, uh, data analytics and reporting. Again, uh, you know, not all of us are good at data. So it's really about developing better skills in data analysis and interpretation, uh, looking at our trends, our patterns, our opportunities for improvement. I think we're moving away from a time of the standard KPIs to one of where we need to really measure what is the documentation impact. And and that's kind of what, you know, is I'm seeing out there uh, in the field of CDI happening, which is so exciting. It, we still need to look at those, you know, financial outcomes, but we're moving away to not just look at those KPIs that reflect a process of reviews and queries. Uh, educational development. So engaging in, of course, continuous learning through workshops and certifications and conferences and our professional development programs. And that's not just in CDI, but also coding and compliance and regulations and quality. So kind of opening the door up to increased education in different areas. Our quality improvement initiatives, so participating in quality improvement efforts uh, within healthcare facilities to enhance documentation accuracy, ensure proper reimbursement, improve patient care outcomes. What I also want to see in this area is to advance on the clinical side, that observed side for aspects of quality, so developing an internal process of auditing and accountability is going to be key uh, to those quality initiatives. And then our ethical, our compliance, our legal considerations. Again, the more we expand our initiatives, the more we have to ensure that we are maintaining ethical practice, that we're compliant, and that we're following legal uh, aspects of clinical documentation. So we often take these for granted, you know, and we really need to uh, review our process on an ongoing basis to make sure that we're maintaining an ethical and a compliant process. And that's from following our coding guidelines to ensuring compliance in our query process for everyone uh, in the organization that may be querying providers, our advisors, quality, care management, whoever it may be. And then also maintaining an audit process internally 
uh, for those queries. And then adaptability and flexibility. You know, if we haven't learned that over the last couple of years, um, it's certainly not going away. So healthcare itself is a dynamic field. And, you know, CDI professionals need to be adaptable to change. We need to be open to new methodologies. And we need to be flexible and creative in our approaches to documentation practice. And then last, leadership and advocacy. So act as advocates for accurate, complete documentation. I think one of the things that CDI can work toward is developing themselves and looking to themselves as an independent practitioner uh, for the work that they do. So being accurate uh, and obtaining that impact for the organization as an independent practitioner but not forgetting that collaborative and team aspect that we need to maintain. So CDI professionals can certainly, and we do, take on leadership roles to drive that change and then promote that best practice and documentation. So there you have it, Rebecca. There are my, my top considerations for 2024. I absolutely love that. I feel like that's a manifesto that so many of us can follow and sort of really keep as our true north for 2024 to make sure that we're holding true to what we should be doing for our teams, ourselves, our organizations, and ultimately our patients. So thank you right. for, for jotting that down. I appreciate it. And then you know, just to take it to you personally, what are you personally hoping to accomplish in 2024? I think for me personally, I I want to read more for sure. Mm -hmm. Um but I also want to, I want to learn more myself, you know, where we, we, learning never gets old. So read more, learn more. Um, but I also want to continue to bring our membership value um, and to grow in this great field of CDI. Absolutely. I could not have said that better myself. I, I think you embodied everything that would be the uh, personal hopes and goals for the entire Actors team. So thank you for putting that so succinctly. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for you for having me. Well, I appreciate you joining us. It's been a helpful conversation. Um, I'm excited. Next time we talk, we will officially be in 2024. But unfortunately, we have run out of time for our little chat today. As always, if our audience has any questions about this topic, what we talked about today or anything else, you can reach the whole Actors team at info at actus.org. Once again, that's info at actus.org. We'll also put that email in today's show notes, which are available on the show page at actus.org and in your podcast app. So you can grab it from there. And now it's time for something completely different. The Actus Update, which is our regular segment featuring the latest news and what's going on inside the association. And as this is the end of the year, I am joined by some of my favorite people, my editorial colleagues, Linnea, Carla and Jess. I guess this is our holiday edition of the Actus Update. I wanted to make it clear that we are all wearing Santa hats, but, you know, sadly, no <laughs> jingle bells in this podcast today. <laughs> Um, it's the end of the year and I cannot believe that we are so close to thinking about the conference for 2024. We're super excited to be joining everybody in Indianapolis in April and Carla is going to tell you all about the last minute time to submit things. Um, but I just wanted to mention that we have a couple of really exciting things going on at the conference that uh, you're not going to want to miss. And the first is personally arranged by us, the Actors team, because we have such superpowers. And that is 
of course, the um, eclipse, total solar eclipse in Indianapolis in uh, March, uh, April 2024. And uh, we do want to take all the credit for arranging this for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> We're delighted that it's going to actually going to happen right before Actis opens, the opening reception from 4 to 7 p.m. And the total solar eclipse is at 3.06 we are going to have eclipse glasses handed out at registration so we can all step outside the event space and take a look up to the heavens and enjoy that absolute wonder of seeing a total solar eclipse. Now, I don't believe I've ever seen a total one. It's possible that I did when I was a, a wee lass back in the old country, but um, the last one that there was one in the US, I was not living in a part of the country where we got it to in totality, but it'll be exciting to be in Indianapolis for this. So please do join us. Um, there's a lot of information on the Actus website about the agenda and all the fantastic speakers and would be happy to answer any questions that you might have. And now I'm going to pass it over to Carla. Thanks, Rebecca. I know I'm super excited for the solar eclipse as well. I've never seen one before. Um, and it's just what, what a perfect coincidence and what great people to get to share this once in a lifetime experience with. So I am very much looking forward to that. In addition, I'm also looking forward to my two other favorite parts of the conference, which are the Actus Achievement Awards and the poster submissions. So time is running out to submit a poster or to nominate a colleague for an Actus Achievement Award. There's only about a week and a half left until both applications close. So I urge you to get your nominations and your submissions in as soon as possible and definitely no later than December 31st, which is the deadline. And really, what a better way to bring, bring in the new year than by celebrating the accomplishments and the achievements of your peers. So as a reminder, if you're looking to nominate someone, we are offering five different awards in 2024. So there really is some category for everybody. There's the CDI Professional of the Year, the Accomplishment in CDI, Excellence in Provider Engagement, Melissa Barnabas, Spirit of Service, and the Diversity in CDI Award. And you can find details about the criteria for each award on the Actus website or using the link in today's show notes. And again, it's also your final chance to submit a poster for the 2024 Actus Conference. Posters are displayed in the exhibit hall and they explore a successful outreach or initiative at your organization, whether it's done by you personally or a team that you're part of. It's a really great way for all of the Actus Conference goers to see what's going on in CDI across the country. Plus, it's an opportunity to save on conference admission. One person per poster will get to save $200 on their registration. And everyone that participates in the poster and attends the Actus Conference can earn up to four CEUs. And speaking of earning those CEUs, Jess, um, another opportunity people have to earn CEUs by writing for the CDI Journal. Isn't that correct? Yes. And this is a great one. Um, they're all great options. But this one, you do have multiple chances throughout the year, um, which is very nice. So each edition of the journal centers around a particular theme. And we do encourage contributors to submit articles related to those themes, but also anything that interests you as well. So the 2024 deadlines and topics I wanted to uh, mention since we're starting the new year pretty soon here. Um, the January-February topic um, edition has already passed and will be uh, published 
in just a few weeks, um, but that will be professional development. We're really excited about that one. Um, but the upcoming deadline for anyone who would like to write um, would be for our March-April edition, which is about expansion and outpatient CDI. And that deadline is February 1st, 2024. And then other um, edition uh, topics that you can look forward to as we move throughout the year. Um, we're going to, in May-June edition, is going to be about collaboration and engagement. The July-August edition will be about denials. September-October edition will be back-to-school basics. And the November-December will be about quality and risk adjustment. Um, keep in mind that journal articles tend to be like about 750 to 1,500 words long. Um, but your submissions can be sent to me um, as well as Linnea via email, um, or if you just have would like more information or have questions about a topic you're interested in, you can send us uh, that as well. And we really look forward to reading your submissions. Yeah, I will just echo Jess and say we love getting your journal submissions. It's always really exciting to us when we get an edition that's just chock full of contributor articles. You all are the experts. Mm -hmm. So we like we really want to give you a platform to share your expertise. So if any of those topics resonated with you, please email us. You can also submit articles. Jess mentioned we'll accept articles on any topic, really, as long as it's within CDI. So if you have a clinical topic you'd love to write on or a coding issue that you've been encountering that you want to write on, we encourage you to submit that as well. Those are evergreen topics. We can find a place for you in any of those editions throughout the year. So definitely throw your hat into the ring. Um, and that's not the only way that you can get your expertise out there. Of course, Carla mentioned the posters and nominating your peers for awards. But we also, as we enter 2024 in just like 10, 11 days from from today, that uh, is horrifying to me. But we are definitely looking forward to booking some great guests and topics for the podcast in 2024. So if you have a suggestion or you yourself are interested in sharing your expertise in this way, please email us at info at We'd love to hear from you. We like to get new voices on the podcast and I think our listeners enjoy it as well. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us there. And then while we're talking about uh, the new year, the Actus team is going to be off for a little bit here at the end of the year from Christmas Day, 1225 through um, January 2nd. So we will have a little bit of a Christmas break. So if you need to get a hold of us, uh, just do note that our responses will probably be a little bit delayed, although I hope that you all are taking some time off for the holidays to spend with your families and friends as well. So I hope that you won't be thinking about us too much, to be honest with you. But if you do need us, just note that we'll be a little bit delayed. And finally, just a reminder, as usual, that you can find links to everything we talked about in the show notes. And you can also, of course, email us anytime at info at and we would be delighted to hear from you. As Rebecca mentioned at the beginning of today's show, each Actus podcast episode does offer 0.5 Actus CEUs, which can be used towards recertifying your CCDS or CCDSO credential for those of you who listen to the show in the first two days from the time of publication. 
To receive your 0.5 CEUs, go to the show page on actus.org by clicking on the Actus podcast link under the Resources tab, and then clicking on today's episode from the list on that page. Then simply follow the instructions in the show notes for today's episode. Your certificate will be automatically emailed to you upon submitting the brief evaluation. Do note that recently the Actus team had an email server migration, which has resulted in many people telling us that their CEU certificates are either not reaching them or getting stuck in their spam folders. A great way to get around this is simply to use a personal email address when submitting that evaluation form that should bypass the issue. And of course, if you do run into issues, please just reach out to us at info at actus.org and we will help get you sorted out. The cutoff for today's episode CEU is Friday, December 22nd at 11 p.m. Eastern. After that point, the CEU period will close and you will not be eligible for the 0.5 CEUs from this week's episode. If you were to listen to every episode in a calendar year and claim all of the CEUs for the podcast, that would be 13 free CEUs annually. With that, we have reached the end of today's Actus podcast episode. We will be back in the new year on Wednesday, January 3rd for our next show, which will feature an inside look at the 2023 CDI salary survey findings. If you would like to receive reminders about each episode, make sure you're subscribed to our free weekly newsletter, CDI Strategies, which always includes a link to the new episode when it is available. You can listen to the show anytime on the Actus website or via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. All of the links we discussed during today's episode will also be available in the show notes. And as always, we would really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave us a five-star review on your podcast app to help others find our show. Our intro and outro music is Media Noche by Dion Key, and our ad music is Take Me Higher by Jazzar, both obtained from the Free Music Archive. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time, happy holidays and take care, everyone.